Welcome to Fierce and Fabulous in Midlife, a podcast for women who are so ready to say yes to themselves, to redefine midlife, to liberate themselves from social conditioning, and to reclaim their motherfucking power. I'm your host, Star Monroe, expert therapist, coach, mentor to midlife women worldwide. And I've been working with women for over 30 years now, so I kind of know what's going on in your head. I am the founder of the Fabulous Collective, the secret society for midlife women on the rise and doors reopen this August. Check it out and hop onto the VIP waitlist at fiercemidlife.com. You are in amazing hands as I am obsessed with helping women step into and own the fuck out of their power. If you are a midlife woman who knows she is meant for so much more, then you've landed in the right place. Join me each week for powerful wisdom, empowering real talk and secrets from my life-altering methodology, the Star Monroe Method. Here you have all the permission you'll ever need to live your most fierce and fabulous midlife. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome to episode five. You are way more powerful than you think and you believe. Trust me on this. I know how powerful you are. I've been working with women for over 30 years now. If you have not listened to the previous episodes, I would highly recommend you go back to episode three and four. And I talk a lot about disrupting midlife as we know it. And that'll give you the real juicy foundations for you to uh, step off from into this episode. There are so many forces in our world, in our patriarchal world, that tell us that there's something wrong with us, that we're broken, that we need to be fixed. And we have this at us since the day we were born. And even before that, because we are coming from a lineage of men and women before us. So we carry on their energies and their thoughts and their beliefs and their patterns. And I was talking to a friend the other day and we really are on the cusp of huge change as this generation. This generation of midlife women, we get to choose how to do things differently. There is more information out there for us now. There is more choice. There is more support. And there's one thing that women need. We we all need. We all need this. We need to be supported. We need to be surrounded by women that are uprising, that want to do things differently. Uh, we need need to be heard, valued, appreciated, and for us to truly blossom into the powerhouses, the badass powerhouses that I know that you are, you, you are, we need to be celebrated. We need to be celebrated along our journey. And it's time to do things differently. It's time to question the narrative that we don't have any power. And let me talk about power uh, a little bit because power is something that a lot of us think about from a masculine point of view. And I know that as I grew up, I looked at power, it equated money, it equated success in a real kind of big house, flash car, beautiful clothes, Louis Vuitton handbag, matching shoes. Uh, that's how I equated uh, power and success. And I don't look at power like that because I was living my life trying to attain that kind of power, trying to attain that success. And it burnt me to the ground. 
it burned me to the ground. I had three breakdowns. I was worn out. I was exhausted. I was running on fumes. I was literally running off my adrenaline and cortisol when I burnt myself to the ground. Um, and over the last 10 years, uh, as the, the, the decade of my 40s, I've really started to look at how I was living my life. And as I started to, and I've been researching this from my early 30s, researching the feminine, researching another way of living my life. Now, I used to look at all the coaches that were teaching more of a feminine way, which is really deeply connected to your body, your intuition, your inner knowing. And I really liked what they were saying, but I couldn't, I just didn't resonate with these women. They were they were beautiful women. And, and I'm not talking about looks. I'm talking about the way they held themselves. They had this kind of demeanor about them. They uh, very confident, very kind of flowy and kind of gentle in their approach. And I just didn't I couldn't quite resonate with it. But yeah, I really liked what they were saying. And this took me on a huge journey, a huge discovery journey over my 40s. And I still continue to do it now. You know, I'm still always learning about power. What does power mean from a female perspective? And it, in my 30s, I was this real alpha female bitch. <laughs> and I walked around the world with these defenses and I sort of asked for what I wanted. I commanded it and I, I got it and I got it, but it was it was kind of this wonky energy. It was like really off. And I, I, I was, if I didn't get what I wanted, I, my defenses would come up and I would be really kind of offish and I, and I would turn into this kind of bitch mode where I would be like, well, fuck you. Who the fuck do you think you are? And it, it kind of, it didn't suit, it didn't suit me. It, it kind of wore me out. So it's like I've been on this journey of exploring my edges in my 40s and really discovering what power is. So I'm going to talk about power from my perspective and how I've stepped more into my power. And it's power from a feminine perspective. I still, look, between you and I, I still struggle with the word feminine because, again, our spirituality, the spirituality kind of uh, world out there on Instagram, I really think they fucking co-opted the word feminine and they've, you know, bastardized it a bit. But feminine and, and I like womanly superpowers. I really sit that I own the fuck out of my womanly superpowers. So for me, this is what power means and this is what power means at midlife. It means that I have to look at who I am and how I'm showing up for myself in my life. I have to take full responsibility. I call it taking radical responsibility for who I am and why I am attracting what I'm attracting in my life. Um, it means that I do the inner work and I start to get to know myself on a really deep level. And here's the deal with this kind of work is once you get to know yourself at a deep level, you're like, this is how I was at when I was 45. I was like, oh, well, I know myself now. I've done the work. Ha ha ha. No, you haven't. Because along came round the corner is another fucking load of work that I had to go and do around my inner child. So it means that I step into, and I'm going to be talking about the four stages of womanhood in the next episode. Uh, it means that I step into my queen archetype. It means that I take a seat at my throne. It means that I stop being a princess. 
And it, by this is what I mean. It, it means that I stop throwing paddies. It, I stop wanting people to save me. And I had the biggest lesson in my second marriage in my mid-40s because I wanted my second husband to save me. And again, I, I will say this over and over again, no shade to him because this was my stuff that I came into that relationship with. I wanted someone to save me. I wanted someone to rec- rescue me. So stepping into my power in midlife was recognizing that, oh shit, I've got to save myself. And also stepping into my power is recognizing that I have limits and we all have limits. I don't know if you've seen all those memes that float around on Instagram and Facebook. It's like, you have no limits, smash your limits. And I used to live my life like that. But that again, it wore me down. So stepping into my power means honoring that I have limits, honoring that I need to take really I mean, really good care of my body, my mental well-being. And as someone who has suffered uh, from anxiety and depression and addictions in my life, like that is of the utmost importance to me. I have to take good care of myself. Reclaiming my power, stepping into my power means that I get very clear on what I want and what I need. And I give that to myself. I cannot expect anyone else to give me what I need or want unless I know what it is. And also I can ask and stepping into your power is all about asking, like having the courage to ask and also having the courage to not have that ask met by people and knowing that you're still okay. And this is really powerful. It's a lot of the women that I work with won't ask. They're scared to ask. And I remember being there myself. It's like I've asked for help. Uh, I've asked for help. I've asked for this and I've asked for that. And people have knocked me back. They've ignored me. And I remember that I was the same. I think it was early 40s when I was absolutely exhausted by life. You know, I'd gone through, I'd ruined my life in my 30s with all my addictions and I went bankrupt and I'd worked hard and I hustled and I brought my son up on my own. Uh, also bumbled along from abusive relationship to abusive relationship. And I was just tired. I was just tired. I was tired of asking for help and no one helping me. And as I look back now, as I look back now, I'm like, wow, I don't think I was asking in the best way. I think I was kind of demanding. And there was a weird energy behind my ask. It was wonky. It was like this kind of resentful, you should help me. Um, And so I realized now why I wasn't getting my needs met by people. Uh, And only, you know, as we grow up, and I really do feel like midlife is the time to step the fuck up and grow up. I don't believe that we really turn into adults until around now. And some people never turn into adults because they don't do the work on themselves. Some people still go through life thinking they're a bloody inner, their, their inner child is leading the way and they don't take responsibility for, the, for themselves. And I'm sure if you step back and just take a little look around in your life, I'm sure you'll see at least one or two people doing that. So this work is not for the faint hearted, but I know that you are a warrioress. You're a badass. So you're ready for this work. I know that you are. And as I said, taking back your power, knowing you are so powerful. It is all about really stepping into your adult. It's reparenting your inner child. It's reparenting 
all of the inner parts of you, and we're made up of so many parts. There will be lost parts in there. There will be repressed parts. There will be parts that we think that we shouldn't be. And also, we live in a society that loves to put us in a box and say, well, you're this kind of person, or you're this kind of person. Taking back your power is honoring that you're all of these parts, but the part of you that runs the show, I call it aligned with your higher self and it could be your queen. I don't tend to be too stuck on languaging in my world because I really honor that everyone comes into my world with their own languaging and their own meaning around it. But it really means that it's something that I'm continuously cultivating. It's like, who is it that I want to be? What's the kind of woman I want to be? And I am always stepping into that version and honoring these other parts of me. So I honor the addict in me. I honor my inner child. Uh, and I honor the bitch in me. I honor the snarky, judgy part of me. And I res- I remind them, you're allowed a seat at the table of my life, yet I'm in charge. I'm in charge here. And I've seen this work over and over again with my clients is that the more they step into the woman they want to be and they really embody this identity, this is when they start to reclaim their power. It is phenomenal to watch. So a little side note for you, if you're kind of, you know, if people have told you, you're confused about who you are, I want you just to take a breath in with me right now. So we'll take a breath in through your nose. Let's breathe it out through our mouths. And I want you to know that all parts of you are welcome. They're also welcome here. You are welcome and you are okay as you are. Taking back your power means extracting yourself from the bullshit that we've grown up with. Uh, it's, It's extracting yourself from the patriarchal constructs that bind us, that keep us shackled into believing that we have to look a certain way, that there is only one version of beauty. I mean, just think about that for a minute. There is only one acceptable version of beauty. What utter fucking bullshit. Um, I've read a lot of books and listened to a lot of books by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. And she writes, she reads beautifully. There's an there's a audio book called Joyous Body. I would highly recommend you read it or listen to it. And she talks about this beauty salon uh, that her friend owns. And In the beauty salon, people walk in and there's all pictures of her clients on the wall. And she says, it is up to us to own our own form of beauty and flaunt it to the world. And I really love that. And it's something that I have battled with in my life that I didn't fit in. Um, and I was always morphing and changing and shape shifting my body to, to kind of fit in, (laughs) to be acceptable, to be desired. That was a big thing of mine, to be desired. And actually, that brings me on to another way of reclaiming your power and you're more powerful than you think, is that if we're always seeking outside validation, if we're always seeking outside validation and we're always looking for people to kind of tell us, oh, you're beautiful, you're doing this and doing that. I mean, it's lovely to be appreciated. But if we're always relying on it, then our power is exited out of us. And the person who validates us 
yeah, we get a little kick out of that, a little dopamine, serotonin hit. But also, if we rely on that, then that person can take that away. And so something that I've been teaching myself, and it's a, it was a lot of the work in my second marriage, that I had to teach myself how to validate myself. I really did. Like, I tell myself I'm doing a good job. And it's something that I will teach every woman that comes into my world. You have to celebrate yourself every single day. You have to tell yourself you're doing a good job. You have to be your own best friend. You've got to have your own back. If you don't have your own back, then don't expect anyone else to. Don't expect anyone else to. So this is all about changing the way that you show up because women notoriously, are. we will easily criticize ourselves. We will easily pull ourselves down. And I always say that if you've learned this way, you can learn another way. And it really is. Start today. Here's your little play assignment from me. Start today and do it every day. When your head hits the pillow at night, remind yourself you're doing a great job. Even if you had the fucking shittiest day, just go, I got through that. I'm doing so well. It's reminding yourself you are with yourself every single day. So also about being powerful, it's stepping into our womanly superpowers. It's stepping into our body's wisdom. Um, Our society values intellect way more than our body's wisdom. Um, so uh, someone who's written a book will be given a noble, you know, like they can get amazing prizes and uh, trophies and things like that. Someone who is really connected with their breath and, you know, really kind of taking themselves into transcendental, oh, I can't even say the word, transcendental states, excuse my pronunciation there, um, is, is kind of ignored or said, oh, they're a bit hippified, you know, they're a bit woo-woo. And yet I know from my work on my own self and with all my clients that the most powerful thing that I can do is to get women into their bodies. The easiest way to do that, just dance. Dance every single fucking day. It gets you out of your head and it gets you into a really good pattern of dropping into your body. Your body is so wise. I trained as a body psychotherapist and our bodies talk to us. They have wisdom inside. Also, as we're healing things from our past and we want to move and change our identities, there is only so far we're going to get with our heads. And our brain is one seventh of the wisdom in our body. We have seven wisdom centers in our bodies. And it is our job to tune into them. Our job is to listen to our body, the sensations, the flutters, the touch, uh, to uh, attune ourselves to our gut, intu- our gut feeling, those tingles on the arm. They mean something. They mean they've got wisdom in there. And literally how I live my life is I listen to my body and my body will come up with like ideas or it will come up with sensations and I follow them. I always say that you've got to follow whatever pulls you. So uh, being, uh, stepping into your power, knowing that you're more powerful than you are, it's coming out of that kind of I'm in my head all the time where you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to second guess yourself. You're going to be criticizing yourself. You're going to be putting yourself down and it's stepping into your body. And when you're feeling and when you're tuning into your body sensations, you can't also be listening to all the criticisms that are going on in your head. So it's really practicing this. It becomes an art of dropping into your body and trusting that your body knows, trusting your body knows where you've got to go. Uh, There is a quote, I always bastardize this by Rumi, um, but follow the strange pull of what, follow the, the, (laughs) I should do my research before I do these podcasts. It's something like follow the pull 
of whatever whatever pulls you to it, it will not lead you astray. It wouldn't. I, do you know what? <laughs> Kicking myself here because I say this quote nearly three times every week and I still can't get it right. Um, so it's follow the pull. It will not lead you astray. And that is literally how I live my life. You're and by doing this, you're tapping into your desires. And for women, we've been told to be good girls, people pleasers, that we're here for everybody else. And as you start to release these identities around you, and remember, these identities will be giving you something. So you've always got to look at what they give you before you release it. Um, it's You start to release the constriction around you, and then you have more access to your desires. Stepping into your power, your desires are your power. And we all have desires that are blueprinted to us. They're on our soul. I, I truly believe this now. Uh, on a soul level, there is a blueprint that we're here to do. Uh, the thing is, most of us get off our path. Most of us don't find our way back onto the path. Uh, my job is to keep uh, keep women on the path, keep showing them the path. Here's the way. Here's the way. Keep opening the doors. The, the other way around power or some more about power is taking back our sexuality and our sensuality, which has been fucking co-opted by the patriarchy. I talked about in the last episode uh, around the male gaze, and it really is taking back ownership of our bodies and looking at our bodies with kinder, more compassionate eyes. And rather than there's something wrong with my body, it's actually, I have a body and I'm going to take really good care of you. It's really... It is. It's changing how you view yourself. It, I always think about the opticians when they slide those different slides over. It's, it's changing the viewpoint that you have around how you look at your body. It's so powerful. Reclaiming your power is all about stepping more into nature, being at one with nature, being, uh, being befriending and bringing on board your pussy and your womb power. It's so powerful. Again, our pussy, our womb, it's been co-opted by the patriarchy. It's been told that it's there for sexual sexual pleasure for men. And it's not. It's there as a wisdom center. There is wisdom waiting for you in your pussy. Um, there is a book by Mama Gina. She wrote a book by uh, called Pussy. There's another book by Virginia Woolf called Vagina. There is so much information out there that tells you Actually, there is so much wisdom within our bodies. We are just cut off from them. We're in our heads. And this is a journey as well. And there's something about being, stepping out of perfectionism, stepping out of that all or nothing uh, mentality and really stepping into the journey. Like I'm here on a journey. I'm here to learn. I'm here to evolve. I'm here to transform. And I'm here to have more fun. I, I was going to say this earlier. It, the more fun you have with life, the more you give yourself permission to fuck up, to mess up and to go, this is okay. I'm learning from this. Even if it's learning that I'll never do that ever again. This is all about reclaiming your power. It really is like honor the journey. We are going to be on this journey until the day we leave this planet Earth. So it's really honoring it, taking really good care of yourself as well. I love talking about this. Love talking about your power. There is so much more to this topic. There is so much more and you will get more in future episodes. But for now, speak to you soon. Bye-bye. 
Thank you so much for listening. I am honored you are here with me. If you've enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And I would love for you to write me a review on Apple Podcasts or share it with someone else who you know would love it too. Stay connected and sign up to my VIP list at fiercemidlife.com. And if you're ready to up-level your midlife, then check out my high-level private mentoring program. You'll find all those deets at fiercemidlife.com too. Until next time, keep channeling your most fierce and fabulous self.